Hello, everybody, and welcome to the conference table brought to you by PR Sports. My name is Ryan Lombardi, joined alongside Peter Fody and special guest Nick Serback. Down go the roll tide. Peter, how do we feel about this? Oh, it's just great. Roll tears roll is all I got to say. Man, I mean, this game, man, I mean, you start out in the beginning, you look, and it's just it's just field goals in the beginning of the game. And you're thinking, like, man, like, this is what the national championship's coming down to. And all of a sudden, the second half, everything starts heating up, everything starts picking up, and all of a sudden, Bama just keeps going down. You think they might still be hanging around in the game, and then everything just falls apart. Saban even said it. He was like, you guys dominated us in the fourth quarter. They, the, Bama just fell apart in the fourth quarter, and Georgia just took over. That, that Georgia defense is insane, and it might be one of the best in college football, like, in a while. Yeah, but when you lose Jameson William in the <laughs> in the first half to knee injury, who's your second best wide receiver, and you lose your best wide receiver in the SEC championship, now you're down your top two wide receivers. You're not gonna you don't have your targets to throw to. So then when you don't have anyone to throw to, you're gonna run the ball. And then when you can't run the ball because George is stopping the run, you're gonna lose the game. It doesn't change the fact that the roll tide went down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peter has been very upset and salty all day about this. Like, I mean, like we all we all thought that it was going to be a blowout, but we didn't think Georgia was going to be the one blowing out <laughs> Alabama. Well, I think it was uh, like they they lost by fifteen, right? Yeah. Wow, like so it's not a blowout. It's not no, it's not a blowout. But we all thought Alabama was gonna. I I thought I had no doubts that Alabama would win that game, and I'm so happy that Georgia won. <laughs> but I don't like being wrong, so I found myself like rooting for Alabama a little bit to have a blowout. But like, I because I don't like being wrong. But then like once Georgia, like won, I was very happy. I mean, the pick at the end. I mean, that's that's like when everything was like, okay, you know, it's over. <laughs> like it, it's really happening. Georgia's getting it done. Yeah, I thought they had a chance. Then he throws the pick six, and I turn the game off. Yeah, watch the end. <laughs> At that point, it was all over, man. So like everyone like, is like saying like Saban is like the like the best in big games and everything. And that, like yeah, he is. He's won like a lot of national championships. But there's like a stat like he's lost like now after last night he's lost like six bowl games and it's like he's been there thirteen years with Alabama. He's lost like six bowl games. I don't like bowl games to begin with. Well, I mean, bowl games, including national champion, like okay. national championships. So, like, I don't know. I'm just that's just like stat. Like, everyone's like thinking, like, oh, Saban's like so good. I mean, like, yes, is he the best coach in college football? Yes, hundred percent. But I just, I just thought that was a cool stat to throw out there. But um, Peter, if you really wanted Bama to win that bad, at least you got the championship <laughs> out on the field. Yes, if, we did. If you guys didn't see one of the Georgia players as they were passing out the championship gear and everything, uh, somehow an Alabama championship hat because, you know, they make gear for both teams for whoever wins. And somehow the Alabama got on the field and one of the Georgia players was wearing it. I don't know if he knew he was wearing it and did it on purpose or like yeah, it was it a complete be. accident. <laughs> I think if he wore it knowingly, I think that's hilarious. But if he didn't know that he was like wearing it's, it, it's it's funny either way as a fan yeah, to watch. Way, but for an Alabama fan, it's like oh, as an like <laughs> as an Alabama fan, if he did it on purpose, it is funny. But like I don't like it, yeah, because I'm upset still. Yeah, <laughs> but it was it was funny, of course. But as the college football world names their national championship, the NFL is heading in the same direction yeah. in these next few weeks as we start the NFL playoffs, which we have the final. Like picture the playoff final playoff picture, 
After um, a terrible eight o'clock game, I gotta say, <laughs> on Sunday that game, Chargers, Chargers Raiders, Raiders, Chargers Raiders. Oh, the way that thing ended. Yeah, yeah that that was that was tough. Because the Raiders came out and said if the Chargers didn't call the timeout, they were taking a knee, mm-hmm. and the Chargers decided to call a timeout in overtime, with like what. 30 seconds but left. every Charger fan I've talked to, I mean, like, there's only three of them, but, like, they all said, like, the timeout meant nothing. But I don't think it meant nothing. I, it, like, the Raiders even came out and said, like, Derek Carr said, oh, I want to win the game either way. Like, I obviously want to win. But, like, I I think the Raiders would have settled for a tie and both made the playoffs at that point. I mean, at that point, like, either way, when you look at it, the, the Raiders, they're still in the playoffs either way. Like, yeah. at that point in the game, they're, like, it, it's over. Like, they're – so the thing is, well, there's two things. One – um, I mean, would you rather have the Chargers and the or the Steelers in the playoffs? I would rather have the Steelers if I'm the Raiders. So that's one thing. Um, that is true. That's a good point. And then on the other hand, um, what I've I've heard from other people as well is the the Chargers. I mean, like technically, the Raiders still could have ran a play, and the Chargers still needed to get a defense on the field. So I mean, it well, it's like a questionable timeout. I mean, at the end of the day, like there's the Chargers are still fighting to like stay alive in that game so to put a defense on the field like isn't like illogical it's just like questionable because you know like with the time and everything yeah with the the time and everything but like nick just said with the raiders winning that puts the steelers into the playoffs and now it looks like it's big ben's game last game wasn't this week it's gonna be next Next week week. or the week following depending if they win I like I I I, see I'm gonna say it again it's gonna be a blowout there's no way that there's no way the Steelers win this game right like please don't make me sound crazy but there's no way the Steelers win this game against the Chiefs I hope they don't win this game (laughs) I mean I mean I'm hoping I like I hate the Steelers like they are one of the sports teams I absolutely hate but I also hate the Chiefs so I would like to see Big Ben like take down the Chiefs like I just like that would be so fitting and then he'll lose them the next week yeah. to whoever they play. But it would be so fitting for the Chiefs to go down like that. I would love to see the Chiefs lose because I just hate the whole Mahomes family. <laughs> I just I can't stand any of them. Oh, the Jackson's days. my favorite. I hate everybody else, but Jackson. Jackson's, Jackson's a homie. Oh, man. <laughs> More ways than one. No, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, As far as that game goes for Steelers and Chiefs, though, like, it it's crazy because we were like, oh, like Georgia, Alabama, like we don't see that being a close game. This one just feels like even less close. Like, I mean, it it just feels like it's two completely different teams. You have like a championship caliber team, a championship winning team, really, that has won before. And then you got like a 90-year-old team with the Steelers. And it just, it doesn't feel like it's possible. But I mean, after last night, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to count them out yet because, um, because of everything that's been happening. But I'm, yeah, you never know what Najee Harris can do, and because like if he can really damage, do a lot of damage early, like, mm-hmm. or if the, even if the Steelers go up early, like Najee Harris can really take over on offense and run out the clock for the Steelers. I think so. And even even on top of that, I mean, you look at uh, Patrick Mahomes, and while you know he did kind of turn it around as we went to the end of the season, I mean, when he had pressure on him, we saw at least like early in the season, you know, TJ Watt pressuring him. I mean, that's something that can still play a factor, even yeah. though like. Chiefs O-line definitely did struggle this year a little bit. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Chiefs obviously see. favorites, but we'll see. We got a we got a good uh, – I think San Fran like versus Dallas can be a really good game because mm-hmm. I think San Fran is a very good team. Like, if it, if it was my pick, I, that's not who I want the Cowboys to be playing in the first round. <laughs> but 
I, I think that 49ers team after coming off the win with the Rams, like that was exciting. That was an exciting game. Mm-hmm, for sure. But um, I think the Cowboys, if Micah Parsons comes back strong, Trayvon Diggs can lock it up, lock it in a little bit. And if uh, that offense could continue rolling, I think the Cowboys have a good shot to win that game. What do you guys think? I don't know. San Fran looked really good this yeah. week. Like, really good. That Cowboys defense can shut them down. You know, as a, as a Giants fan, <laughs> we are once again rooting for the Niners this week. <laughs> for the second week in a row. Um, you know, even coming into last week, like, I wanted the Niners because, I mean, I, the Saints, like, compared to the Niners, like, even though, like, they're both in the same position trying to get into the playoffs, the Niners just look so much better to me. And Yeah, the Saints were lucky to even be in that mm-hmm. spot, I think. Yeah. And the way Garoppolo played with the torn thumb. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. if he comes back even slightly healthier this week, he's going to look even better. Mm-hmm. And I think they can beat Dallas no problem. And yeah. even, even under pressure, 61 seconds left, drives all the way down the field, ties yeah. the game. I mean – it's yeah, definitely possible. D- Debu is uh, Dave Debu. Oh my god, I cannot speak right now. He is good. Yeah, he's not. Like, he is yeah. not. So he if he burns that that's my worry. Trayvon can't lock him up and he gets burnt. Like we're in trouble. <laughs> he can score. <laughs> we're in trouble. A passing touchdown. He can score a rushing touchdown. He can score a receiving touchdown. I mean, yeah, anything can happen. You that know? good. But uh, on the other side of things, in the AFC, the six versus three seed, we got New England versus Buffalo. AFC East matchup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be be a real, I think it's gonna be a good game, and I think Belichick in the playoffs can. I think the Bills are a scary team. Like I think they're gonna do some damage, but I think Belichick might be able to take them down. They they beat them in that crazy win game, and then they lost to them. But now it's their their one one. It's a rubber match, and it's only like in the wild card round. Like, who do you think's gonna win that game? I see Belichick coming out and winning. Like that's what I'm saying. It's like, Bell Belichick in the playoffs. And the way I just – I watched the Jets-Bills game, and the way that the Jets had them on their toes until the fourth quarter, it was <laughs> – It is true, point, though. It was a three-point game until the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, the if Bills the are, Jets can do that, I don't see why Bill Belichick Yeah. Can. Patriots are coming off a loss. Bills are coming off a win. So that might play a factor, but we will see what happens. And uh, just getting into the playoffs on Sunday, it was the Raiders – after they beat the Chargers, they they face off against Joe Burrow and the Bengals, which I think might be one of the scariest teams in the AFC. If that's my opinion, I think I think the Bengals might be the team to beat in, in the AFC. No, no, no. I think I, I think the way the Titans have been playing. Look, I I love the Titans. I love Ryan Tannehill. I love Derrick Henry. Like all of them. But I just don't think Titans are like going to be that team to beat in the AFC. I think I think they're like a like an easy one seed that could go down I, at any time. Like I know what you're saying, and you know that's something like I kind of thought about for a while. But like, I mean, I feel like they just week after week kind of prove people wrong because they were always yeah. hanging around, and then like mm-hmm. they just kept win after win, and they're like, oh, well, if they get this win, like they'll be at the one, they'll be at the one, and they finally ended the season at the one without Derrick Henry. Yeah. I mean. That team, and he's back. People counted, he's back. Coming people back counted with the Henry. Titans out when Derrick Henry got hurt. Exactly. And I like, did. Like, I even yeah. counted the Titans out. And like Nick just said, they keep proving people wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had, people said the Colts. I mean, they thought the Colts were going to start taking over, and the Titans <laughs> just kept going. The Colts really went from, like, the team everybody wanted to – everybody didn't want to see in the playoffs to the, the team, team that nobody is seeing in the yeah. playoffs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's fun. But, no, I think Joe Burrow might be one of the best quarterbacks – in the playoffs. 
I think you're delusional. I think he's. A, <laughs> I, I, think think Bur- I think Joe. I think Joe Burrow is a top five quarterback in the league. We, you know, we we talked about this. You last go, you go, you go. Rogers one. Rogers one. Brady Mahomes two. two. Brady three. Okay, we're done. Yeah. We're done. <laughs> Brady three. That, over. I think that's where we're gonna have. To, <laughs> this is where we're gonna have Again, to stop and then, you. And then we literally talked about last week. You were Stafford like, five. Well, you Dak six. Wh- where's Herbert? Wait. Oh, I'm talking about the playoff quarterbacks. Oh, 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 oh playoff quarterbacks. I mean, okay, I mean okay. Herbert, Josh Allen. No, Herbert is a very good quarterback. Hey, Josh Allen, yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, hey. Herbert is a very good quarterback. But great quarterbacks do okay. not lose to the Houston Texans with the season division on the line. It's just, they don't. They don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I just don't agree with you. I don't know. Which is fine. We can disagree. But I, I think Herbert is – no, I think Herbert's like a top 10. He'll probably be six. I put Dak like seven because Dak's got a lot of weapons around them. But I think he is a good quarterback because I'm a biased. You put Brady player. at three. Brady, because yeah. Brady is great. Seven rings. Yeah, I think Brady should you be two. You put Mahomes in front of Brady. Yeah, I think Brady. Because Mahomes, has, since he got in the league, he's been to three straight AFC okay. championships. And since Brady's been in the league, he's won Super Bowls. Since Brady's been in the league, he's won seven rings. Like, yeah. And he's like, <sighs> what round did Mahomes go in? One. And what round did Brady go? That's different, though. That's different. Seven. Yeah, six, and what six, round did six. Dak Prescott go in? Yeah, but Four. Dak Prescott's not in the same conversation as Brady what? and Mahomes. Yeah. You didn't because rank, everyone holds you didn't him to a higher Dak standard. Above Brady. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Dak and Rodgers. Like, Dak and Rodgers had very similar seasons. They were the only quarterbacks to throw for 4,000 yards, I think 20 touchdowns, and then less than 10 interceptions. And they had very similar seasons. Aaron Rodgers having MVP season, yeah. and Dak Prescott is being held to this lower standard because everyone likes to hate on the Cowboys. For good reason. Well, yeah, but I think if you compare the numbers, Dak, Dak and Rodgers had very similar seasons, except Rodgers won more games. Well, I mean, if we're talking about winning more games, like you said, with Justin Herbert has to win games, then let's give yes. the edge to Aaron Rodgers, you know? Yes. So... <laughs> I don't know. I just don't see Mahomes being better than Brady. I don't either. Because at the beginning of the year, we were talking about Mahomes. How being Mahomes a was a fraud, yeah. Yeah. And so, we never say that with Brady. Brady I know. comes out year but after honestly, year. And proves I feel wrong. everyone does that with almost everyone. I mean, look, the Packers lost one game in the beginning of the season, and everyone was like, it's over. Packers back yeah, in. Well, like, that's because of the offseason drama yeah. that was going on. No, already. I know. But I mean, even that, like, end up being the one seed and 0 yeah. like, 1 to start the season. Oh, no. Like,. Yeah, so Dak, so Rodgers only threw four interceptions. Dak threw ten, and uh, Dak had more completions, and he had more yards than Rodgers. Just throwing it out there. Okay, how many more attempts did he have? Like twenty. Okay. No, th- thirty. Thirty. And how many more completions? Um, completions. Forty. Okay. Okay. So. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. Just just going to put it out there that Rodgers is up for MVP and Dak is being not really like – he's being talked about, but people are still criticizing him. I'm just putting it out there. Because you got to look at the team that's around them. you got to look at the just, circumstances. you got to look at all different types of things. You gotta, the record always helps. Yes. They both played 16 games too because Dak was hurt one of them and so was Rodgers. But – Oh, man. Okay. And Rodgers uh, is playing with a toe injury the whole season. Who? Rodgers. So is Dak. 
That's that was playing hurt. with an ankle injury. Dak always hurt. Dak was always an excuse. Okay, for okay. The okay. Dak was going off, and then he got hurt in OT against the Patriots, and then he missed the game. And Cooper Rush marched into Minnesota and took down the Vikings in on Sunday Night Football. And then Dak came back. He wasn't really the same. We lost a few games. We lost to the Raiders. We lost to the Chiefs. We lost to the the Broncos. But we still won some big games. We went six and zero. In the NFC East. Oh, and what? Dak's not even being talked <laughs> about right now. <laughs> Dak's not being talked about in the MVP race. It's ridiculous. Wait, hold on. Can we talk about the NFC East for a second? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we just beat... It's, it's <laughs> not the hardest division. Okay? It's not a very What do you mean? Honestly, half your wins coming from the NFC East is not something to brag about when you look at your team. Usually you keep that out of the conversation when you're talking about your team. Oh my gosh. Okay, but still, going you everybody knows that division games are hard. And going six and zero in a division is hard because you play these teams every year. You play you play these teams every year. You play these teams twice a year. It's hard. No, and it's the Giants. No, two of those games are against the Giants. (laughs) Hey, you had the Washington football team that everyone's talking about and you beat them twice. And you blew them out. You fuck the Eagles! I can't take that seriously, man. But I'm serious! <laughs> I'm serious! Oh, oh my. Huh. Alright. Well, we know you need a QB, a good QB to bring you to the playoffs. But you also need a good coaching staff. And it looks like the Jets might actually have that now. Yeah, we got the Jets and the Lions coaching staff going to the Senior Bowl to be... Coaching. Is that like the like high school senior stars or like what is that? I don't even know. No, it's like the old players. Old players, like like senior citizens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that should be interesting. <laughs> should be. So you got the Jets and Lions. So it's gonna. You already know it's gonna be a shit show. <laughs> All right, all right, yeah, you make fun of us. Combined hey. seven wins. <laughs> Lions got the hey. job done against the Packers. Oh, I no, mean... wait, I was wrong. The Senior Bowl is a postseason college football all-star game. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So okay. it's the best of the college players. So now we'll have the Jets coaching staff out there scouting. I mean, yeah, you'd be like, hey, like, who wants to come get screwed over by the Jets? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm kidding. Future. Actually, future. actually, the Jets actually have a future in New York. They do. Like they act like they're no longer the joke of New York. No. They're not. The Giants are. <laughs> no, no. Yes. Nick, no. The Giants are the joke of the NFC. The joke of the NFL. It's, the Giants are terrible. But, well, the Jets seem to finally, you know, get their coaching staff right. There's a lot of teams who haven't. <laughs> the Giants. Well, maybe, maybe they will get it done because they just they just fired Joe Judge. And Dave Gettleman retired as well. Retired in quotation marks, like Peter said a few weeks back, that he's going to have them retire. But a lot of coaches are done with their teams. And some, like, questionable, like Brian Flores. With the Dolphins. That, the Dolphins, Dolphins. that was surprising. After finishing the season 8-1, and one, gets let go by the Dolphins. What? Like, where is the logic there? There is none. I don't see it either. I mean, the Dolphins were impressive to me. I, I thought for a minute they were going to make the playoffs. I mean, even you look at the last week of the season, they beat the Pats. Like, I mean, yeah, they looked good. Yeah. I mean, and the Pats were really trying to win that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they wanted to lock up the division title. So it was an it was an impressive run for the Dolphins, and I just I don't really see the reason for the move. Yeah, Tua was out like the mm-hmm. first whatever amount of games, and he comes back and goes, they go eight and one. Like, come on. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, they surprised a lot of people, and that Brian Flores 
really turned the team around. If you look at the past three years he was there, their record only improved. And then I don't know what the decision was behind him. Maybe they have somebody else that they really like that got fired. Joe Judge? Or Myers. Urban Myers. Urban Myers. Signs of Dolphins. Dude, Dolphins fans would lose it. Dolphins fans would lose it. I mean, I, I would think it's funny. I mean, I would be happy as a Jets fan because then, you know, the, the Dolphins aren't going anywhere. Yeah. But true. actually, so one of the main, like, remember when all those Deshaun Watson rumors were floating around? Going to the Dolphins? True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, one of, like, one of the main reasons he, uh, Watson actually wanted to go to the Dolphins was because of Flores. So I guess that deal's done for Dolphins fans, too. So wherever Flores goes, maybe they get Watson? That's maybe. possible. Flores go to the Giants. Giants, Giants have a new quarterback. An actual quarterback. An actual quarterback. We're getting Russell Wilson. What you? Nick, Thank you. Nick. Thank so, you. So Giants fans, you know I shit on Daniel Jones all the time. Let's get a real Giants fan in here. What are your thoughts on Daniel Jones? You know, Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes, you know, the mascot of my fantasy team. You know, he's he's been leading leading New York um to a lot of L's in the past few years. A lot of L's. Well, because he had, Well, we really can't blame the end of the season on him because no. he was hurt. No, yes, I, yes, yes, but um, it shows that Joe Judge is horrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously, he he's not the best with quarterbacks. I think we all know that. But I I don't think he I don't think he's as bad as everyone makes it out to be. I mean, there's there's still talent there. You know, I mean, he's a run threat. You know, his passing isn't like atrocious. It's just like not good. It's bad per se. Okay, so I mean, like. Would I want a new quarterback in New York? Yes. But I also don't think he's the worst quarterback in the league. The only way I see um, Danny Daniel Jones coming back with the New York Giants next year is if he's the backup quarterback. Because I don't think they can make him start again next year. He's, yeah. he's been hurt every year. Because Daniel Jones will never be more than a backup quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> I've probably said that like five times on this podcast. And I'll say it. I'll say it. Five times more, because Daniel Jones will never be more than a backup quarterback. And Peter's exactly right that he he should be the backup next year, unless unless what the Giants draft a quarterback. But I don't really think the quarterback draft class is that strong. So what I think the Giants should do is draft a team for Daniel Jones, let him start for this year, use it as a rebuild year, and then go for next year and go for that top quarterback next year. Just been rebuilding. Well, okay, not even rebuild. Rebuild. No, you can't. You, you just gotta blow the whole thing up. Now. Yeah, we. There's so just, get rid of Daniel Jones. Get rid of everybody. I mean, the team trade is, Barkley because he's. You not should bring in a veteran quarterback to train a young guy. Because obviously Eli did not do a good job. So you want to you want to trade for trade your top two picks for Russell? That would be stupid. No, that would not make sense. We need to build a team. Yeah, you well, need to build a team. Well, you need to draft an offensive line mm-hmm. so then you can actually utilize Saquon. So then what veteran quarterback are you getting in there? <laughs> like Josh McCown. Joe, like Joe, like Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Like Joe Flacco. 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 Josh McCown kind of guy. Okay. Geno Smith is – No, no, be, uh, no. He just got arrested for a DUI. Did he actually? Yeah. Wow. What? Yeah. I know. After Smith. the Week 18 game in Seattle, he got arrested. Wow. Yeah, I, mean, I don't blame him. Didn't Seattle win that game? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. they probably had a little party. <laughs> Rip GG for that guy. But 
All right, we never actually. I want to know everybody's Super Bowl picks. What do you think? Who do who do you have playing in the Super Bowl this year? Don't say your winner yet. Just say who you have. Bucks Titans. Bucks Titans. Um. Okay, I haven't locked in my bracket, but right now I'm just gonna go Bucks Bills. Bucks Bills. See, I don't even think the Bills were making out of the wild card. Okay, so what I really think it's gonna happen: Green Bay, Cincinnati. But what I would like to happen, what I want to see, is Cowboys-Titans. But I'm going to be a realistic Cowboys fan and realize we are not making the Super Bowl this year. We have a tough, we have some tough games and tough opponents ahead of us. Because if we win this week, there's a good chance we play Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. And, you know, the rest are going to be against the Cowboys, per usual. Not a delusional Cowboys fans. Everybody knows it. They're gonna, they, they, they want Tom Brady to win this game, so... I want to see him back, but so I'm not going to say it, but whatever, whatever. But I really think Joe Burrow, he's used to this big stage. We all know it. He's won it. He's, he wants he thinks he's going to win every level. And he is. He's won at the high school level. He's won at the college level. And he's already proved he could win at the pro level. He's already proven. In his second year, after a big injury, he came back and won the ASC North. By taking down the Kansas City Chiefs. He's proving. They're looking at me like I'm crazy. He's proving he can play in this big stage. And he's proving he's an elite quarterback. I like I like the team a lot. You know, like I have no problem like with wanting them to succeed. But like just fully believe like I can't fully believe. I mean, this is the first year we've really seen the Bengals like really get after and get the job done. Like I, as, as much as I, I like like this team and you know like what they're going, and I think they'll probably keep improving as we just keep going because this is such a young team, um, you know, with like Burrow, Chase, whatever. But um, I mean, like they have potential to possibly go deep. Obviously, big playmakers on their team, but I I can't really say they're proven yet because this is their really first time on the yeah. big stage. Yeah. So, I mean, we really just have to see what happens. I think they're gonna do it. I just like I judge. Like, when you go off these things, I look, all right, they played the Jets. What happened? <laughs> the Jets beat them. Yeah, but that's the Jets team. Yeah. Okay. Here, I, I literally actually was just talking about this with someone today. They went in, they were going into MetLife Stadium, not knowing anything about this quarterback by the name of Mike White. They knew nothing. They couldn't game nope. plan around him. The Jets didn't know, know who Mike White was. <laughs> exactly. So the, the Bengals couldn't build a game plan off him. Yeah. That's why they couldn't stop them. Like, the Bengals scored points. They did score points that game. But they didn't know how to game plan around Mike White. And Burrow, Burrow and Chase had an off game that day. Like, Chase like had a little slump, mid-season slump, I, I gotta say. I even shit on him a little bit. He had a mid-season slump. But then they bounced back. And Chase proved he's like... One of, he's the best offensive rookie. He's the offensive rookie there. Yeah. Hands down. He's one of the better wide receivers in the league. And he's proving it. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's just like uh, the Jets. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, that's what I always do. I compare teams to the Giants as well. Like, you lose to the Giants, like, I don't know. You lose to the Jets, I don't know. I mean, I, again, I, I, it would be awesome to see the Bengals succeed. Like, I, I like the team a lot, but. Nothing, I think, is guaranteed or proven with yeah. this team yet because, I mean, they, they just haven't been at this stage yet. So, Well, like Ryan said, nobody knew who Mike White was. The Jets cut him four times and re-signed him four times from the practice yeah. squad. 
Like, but still, you, know, you can't build a game plan off a guy. Minutes, yeah, you can't have one of the best. I know, but you can't build. But the Jets, we also have clarified that the Jets aren't that bad of a team. And you can't game plan around a quarterback that has never played before. So, I don't, like, I'm just, that's just a point I'm making. Like, the Jets also beat the Titans. Yeah. Don't let that fool you. The Jets had some big wins this year. They almost beat the Buccaneers. But I think we have clarified, I think we all know that it was a messed up call. Like, it was a fourth and two. Yes, it was a 4th and 2 QB sneak that was supposed to go to Paris. It was a miscommunication, whatever. That QB sneak was not as bad as a Giants QB sneak on 39 on the five-yard line. Like, it just proves. Like, that was going to be my big point this year. If the Joe Judge was still an NFL coach by the time this podcast was being recorded, that was going to be my biggest point. Like, what has he shown in the past two years besides QB sneaking it up the middle on 39? So, just that, like, I was, like, that was my big But what point. was, the, what was the thought while doing that? Nick? I don't know how you could possibly ask me to, to figure that out. I mean, like, to try to lose, maybe. That's the best yeah. thing I can give you. So my next question is, okay, so the Giants look like they quit, but Joe Judge also looked like he quit in the middle of the game. Who quit, who quit on who? I mean... This team, they look, they looked like they just quit on each other. I mean, it looks like for like midway through the year. But I mean, honestly, like as sad as it is to say, like I don't think the Giants really quit like on anybody. I think they're just not a good football team. I think Joe Judge was really the one quitting on it. that play call. I mean, there's just nobody in their right mind that would QB sneak on third and nine. Joe Judge. I mean, After he QB sneak on second and ten. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, there's just there's just no logic to it. I mean. There's no other way to explain it. Jo- Joe Judge was the pro- the ultimate problem, and yeah, I mean, there's just exactly. no other way to explain it. With him and Gettleman out, I think um, there's going to be a whole new Giants team going forward. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you just got to blow it up and start yeah. over. That's what I've been saying for the Giants this whole time. Definitely, and it looks like they're actually moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So, it might take a few years. It might take a few years, but it if it might. means. Giants fans might can like stop the suffering. Then that's good. Yeah, and John Mara made the right move to get rid of Judge, and he made the right move to have Gettleman retire mm-hmm. because yeah. So then it, it like, was getting bad. Yeah, exactly. But what the Giants have gone through three head coaches now. Three head coaches. Each of them only lasts two years. And and one of them is sitting in the Cowboys. Like is one of the coaches on the Cowboys. Ben McAdoo is one, is a defensive coach for the Cowboys. Yeah, they're paying three. Dan Quinn. Now they're going to be paying three coaches. Next year they'll be paying four. And you guys thought Jason Garrett was the problem. <laughs> well, they had to have a scapegoat in the middle of the season. I know, but and firing Jason your offensive Garrett. coordinator meant nothing. It was poor. It, I mean, it was handled poorly. Everyone's saying that's why Ben McAdoo got brought to the Cowboys because of how they handled Jason Garrett. So there you go. Hey, Ben. Get over here. <laughs> That's what I saw. Yeah, because I was watching the – I didn't know – I knew he was helping out because of COVID because when the Cowboys had that big COVID thing and Mike McCarthy wasn't even coaching, they had Ben McAdoo as a as a coach down there. And now he's still up there because when they, they panned over, I was like, oh, my God, Ben McAdoo. He was sitting up in the booth with uh, Dan Quinn. But, so, um, what's up? The Giants were obviously four and – they went four and 12. So did the Jets. Who would you rather have in a game next year? 
like week one, you're starting. Would you rather take the Jets or the Giants? Jets. My prediction on the Jets is they're gonna they're gonna go like eight and nine next year. They, their schedule is not that hard, from what I saw, and they're only playing a few playoff teams from this year, and like, I don't know. It's Zach Wilson looks promising. Jets fans are very excited about Zach Wilson. Giants fans are not excited about Daniel Jones. No, they're not excited about the Giants. Jets fans are excited for the future because they saw promise in Zach Wilson this year. Look at the last three games. Three weeks ago, they go in. They beat a not very good Jacksonville team, but they still win. Then two weeks ago, they go and they hold on to those Buccaneers. And they the two-seed Buccaneers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then last week, they competed with Buffalo until the fourth quarter. Yeah. They looked like an actual team, and now they have four picks in the first two rounds. Which is Nine amazing. total. They have – and they have the most cap space in free agency – they, hopefully Joe Douglas knows what to do and he does a lot of this stuff to build up this team. And then they just go out there and they go over 500. Yeah. Talking about, well, we were just moving off of the Giants thing. We're talking about the Giants blowing up. Another team blowing up their organization is the, the Chicago Bears. They fired their GM. They fired their coach. And now Brian Flores from the Dolphins is set to have an interview with the Bears. So we all know Matt Nagy had to go. Yeah, he was terrible. He made Mitch Trubisky. I don't think like my my take on Mitch Trubisky is he's not that bad of a quarterback. I think he can be a decent quarterback. Like he can be like a Derek Carr type quarterback. But now he's with the Bills and his career is probably over because Matt Nagy is that bad. And nobody believed it was Matt Nagy until that now Justin Fields is there and Matt Nagy is blowing it up already with Justin Fields. So that's why it's good that the Bears are moving off Matt Nagy because he's a terrible coach and. Justin Fields could have a future there with the Bears if they bring in the right guys like Brian Flores. Yeah, I think in the beginning, Justin Fields looked bad because they started him too soon. Mm. They went – the fans were putting a lot of pressure on them. So Matt Nagy and uh, Ryan Pace decided, you know, we're Andy, just going to throw yeah. him in there. They, and, they put Andy Dalton in instead, yeah. replaced him. Yeah. And then – And then yeah. Fields – yeah. So I think Fields has a future there if, under a new coaching staff and new management and everything like that. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think it just made sense like to put any real expectations on um, Justin Fields like coming in like he's a rookie coming into an organization that I mean just has had very little success as of late. I mean, it, it just wasn't realistic to put that kind of pressure on him. So now that you know there's going to be a new coach coaching staff coming in or at least a new head coach, you know it, it's it's definitely a step in the right direction for the Bears and hopefully for Justin Fields' career as well. So. Yeah, it puts them on track to get big wins. Just like how Cian Hall is now on track to be back and big in the East. <laughs> the Big East. So moving on football. Cian Hall basketball, uh, they're back, let's just say. We lost two games after coming off a big COVID stint, but we only had like seven. We had seven players for both those games. We lost to Providence, which was a hard-fought game, for only having seven players. Yep. And then we lost to Nova which the Nova game, we had three players foul out, and we had a walk-on that's never played before had to go in for the final seconds of the game. Both were hard-fought games, and almost Seton Hall almost pulled them both out at the end. But they're back. They just came off a win off Butler and a win off UConn. So Seton Hall's back. They're ranked number 20 in the NCAA power rankings. And it's me, Seton Hall fan. We're excited. Right now they project to be a, I think a five seed in the tournament. So, 
That's fun, exciting, and just almost as exciting as the MLB is set to meet with the players on Thursday. Yep. Yep. We might be moving in the right direction. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, with everything, or really nothing, actually, that's been going on for the past, like, um, few months or month or so, it's just crazy to think that, like, they're actually hopefully going to get something done because there's just been absolutely no baseball going on. So hopefully they'll be able to just find some sort of agreement and, you know, like finally just get something done between the players and the owners. Yeah, they said it's going to be like big economic stuff. So finally what we're looking at, um, it looks like we could be coming out of this lockout. But knowing the players in the MLB, this will be the first talk of about 5,000. It will definitely go into February, probably into March. Yeah, we're definitely going to have a delayed season. Yeah. I we're don't not going to get a full season. No. I, think, I wouldn't be surprised if coming out of this – we don't have a 162 game season anymore. You think they're going to shorten the season? I think they might shorten the seasons down to like 130, 120 games. 162 is so many. Yeah, but that's like. what baseball is. Yeah. I know, and it's played. It's played. You know, the last summer. last year we had a full season. The year before we didn't, and the players are complaining that they didn't get a full season in. Yeah, the player the players are complaining about that 60 game season that we had in 2020. Yeah, like now that I like actually process these thoughts, if you do shorten it, you're gonna have like what football's having. Yeah, a whole bunch of the change records, records. Gonna, yeah, yeah. Be broken. Yeah, so you're right. Hundred, maybe it should just stay hundred. I think it's gonna say hundred sixty. Keep it classic. Yeah, I think the player, the players want to break records. They wanna, they wanna do that stuff. Yeah, but they won't make it longer, but they they could make it shorter. Actually, now that like it makes sense now, more that I think about it. But the players are definitely getting antsy. Um, Christian Yelich was on Twitter. Talking about it, he like retweeted something. It was like, "Let's go!" Like yeah. they, they want to play. The players want players to play. Players want to play. Players who aren't on teams yet want to sign. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of pressure on the. Yeah, you got a good amount of free agents left. Yeah. Yankees still need a shortstop, Carlos Correa. But actually, I, I don't want Correa. Mets but... need a third baseman. Carlos Correa. No. <laughs> you don't have the cap space for Carlos Correa. What are you talking? Steve Cohen's the richest owner in baseball. We already blew through the luxury cap. Are you gonna keep? Are you gonna keep on through? You think? Oh yeah, I don't think he's done. Really? He said he's not done. Oh my God, that's crazy. He's got fourteen that's billion dollars. Nah, I mean he like, doesn't care. I don't. I don't think he'll be done trying. I don't know no. how many parts the Mets are actually gonna continue to sign, but they'll definitely go after him. He's not gonna stop until they win a championship. He said three to five years. He got disappointed last year, and he went, "You know what? Three to five is out the window now. We're doing two to three. Never, never trusting the Mets that much. I'm, I'm not trusting the Mets. Listen, I used to – I always put way too much faith in my sports teams. I'm a Jets fan. I'm a Mets fan. I'm a Knicks fan. Every year they find a way to disappoint. So that, just, that was I, my that was my thing, and but I'm still putting a lot of faith. Um, A lot of my teams are probably going to disappoint me once again this year, but it's okay. The only thing I know I can look forward to is July 9th. The Mets have just announced Keith Hernandez's number will be retired. Yeah. In my opinion, a Hall of Famer who but he's not did, a Hall of Famer. He's not a Hall of Famer, but he's eligible in like twenty twenty three or twenty twenty five or something like that to go back on the ballot. Hopefully he makes it in then. But he deserves to be the only the fourth player in Mets history to have their number retired. Wow. Yeah. The fourth player in Yankees six. could fill a whole like twenty five man roster with, with the, all their numbers retired. Yeah. The Mets are very stingy on what numbers they retire. I mean, 
you could say the Yankees are too. Like that, there's not just any players that are retired in there. Yeah. Like Yankee legends are in there. There's so many of them. That's why. But you're right. But speaking of the Yankees, they uh, hire the first female, female coach. Man. Yeah, that's a big first change. Female in the game. manager. Yeah. Oh yeah, first female manager, mm-hmm. and she's gonna be taking over the low A Tampa Tarpons for them. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. But um, moving off the baseball subject, hopefully we uh we get a season this year, like a full some some type season. Of, we just need an agreement. But moving off of a sport that is playing right now is basketball. And Clay Thompson is back for the Golden State Warriors. He scored 17 points in his season debut. Freaking awesome for the Warriors. He hasn't played in two years. He was having so much fun out there. The Warriors were having so much fun with him out there. The Warrior fans were having even more fun with him out there. It's awesome for the Warriors. And they are probably, arguably, the best team right now. In basketball. Yeah, I mean, the Warriors are definitely looking scary right now. They're looking scary before Clay came back. I mean, obviously, they're looking like a, a, a title contender once again. Um, I mean, with Clay coming back, and they were already the, the number one team in the West, I mean, it's just scary things. Clay Thompson looked really good in his return. Obviously, um, you know, he's not putting up, you know, any crazy career thing or anything, but, you know, just coming back, hasn't been back in years. Um, he looks great, and the Warriors are definitely a scary team. I mean, you know, there was a lot of questions coming into the season because uh, last year, although, you know, obviously injuries and whatnot, um, they ended up losing in the play-in tournament. Uh, there were some questions around the team, but, I mean, they were looking absolutely great this year, definitely looking like a, a title contender, and Clay Thompson's just adding to that that scary factor. Yeah. The Warriors take on the red-hot Grizzlies tonight. They're lo- the Grizzlies are looking for their 10th win in a row. And John Moran is just unbelievable. He's really, like, looking like his college self out there. He is really leading this Grizzlies team to be that good. They're sitting fourth place in the West right now. And they're looking to take on the first-place Warriors tonight. And we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I mean, Grizzlies are hot. Warriors looking hot. Should be an interesting game. Yeah, I mean, Ja, I mean, there's another player that's continuing to improve. He's, like, absolutely crazy this season. Um, I mean, all his stats are just looking great, but especially during crunch time, I mean, you want the ball in his hands, and he's just always getting the job done. Um, again, a Grizzlies, another team who are young and still developing and had a lot of question marks coming into this year. To, we really didn't know how good they were going to be, but, I mean, they're proving night after night now that they can really compete in, in a pretty tough Western Conference. And, I mean, uh, tonight's a big test for them, so yeah. we'll see if they get it done. We'll see if they get it done. So... Moving on for our segments, we're going to run it back to our little questionnaire segment. You know how it works. You guys send in questions on our Instagram or Twitter now. We'll take questions on the Twitter. We'll make a post for you guys. But send them in. We'll be happy to answer as many as we can. But uh, starting off, we got Kai Foster asking, did the Saints get snubbed? No. 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 The Saints are a terrible team. They're in a rebuild year. They're in a rebuild. I mean, if they had Jameis, I think it's a different story. I think the Saints could win if they had Jameis Winston as their quarterback. But, but, <laughs> they got lucky to even be in that spot to be a game out of the playoffs. That's yeah. just my opinion. I don't think I don't think the Saints are a terrible team. They're still trying to figure some things out. But, yeah, I mean, first of all, you have to keep in mind, 
They um, lost. They lost their franchise quarterback, Drew Brees. They like lost Drew Brees. Michael Thomas was out for the year. Kamara was hurt for part of the year. I mean, those those are three like huge pieces from that team. And you know, the Saints, like, I mean, they're still looking good. I don't think they got snubbed or anything, but um, I mean, it, it really just came down to um, down the stretch that the injuries uh, led to just enough losses to keep them out. But I mean, next year, I wouldn't be surprised if they had a nice stretch of games and found their way in the playoffs. Um, I don't think they're a bad team by any means, but I, I think they're just short this year. Yeah. So. I agree with that. From Molly Babbitt, she wants us. Molly, I've seen you always commenting about Kentucky basketball. I know you go there. So this week, we're actually going to talk about the Kentucky Wildcat basketball. I'll try to. <laughs> I mean, they're ranked number 18 in the nation. They just be they just blew out Vanderbilt. Or they're blowing out Vanderbilt right now as we speak. 73 to 48. They're ranked 18 on Saturday. They take on number 22, Tennessee. They're having a decent year. They're 12 and 3. And the games, I was just looking, the games that they lost, they were not out of those games. They lost those games by like less than eight points. Yeah. And they lost to like good teams. They lost to Notre Dame. They lost to, I'm looking right now, Duke. They lost to LSU. Yeah. Which LSU is ranked 12 in the nation. So, and, and yeah, Duke's Duke number two. Good. So, yeah, Programs, yeah, they, they've always been competitive, usually in the tournament. And the last question tonight is from CB's.27. Bengals are going to bungle, bungle against the Raiders. Absolutely not. The Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. We've already been over this early in the podcast. We shouldn't have to address this again. He thinks the final score will be 28-17. to well, I think the final score is going to be 42 to 3. The Bengals are going to destroy the Las Vegas Raiders because the Raiders are a complete joke and shouldn't even be in the playoffs. There you go. You have it. Joe Burrow is an elite quarterback, and he was winning that game 42 to 3. And I'm calling it right now. The boys got nothing to say about it because they know it's true. It's not. That's the problem. It's so. Wrong. It's, it's so wrong. wrong. What do you mean? It's a I great mean, take. It's, it's a bold take. It's a bold, bold take. take. All right, I'll bold. take that. I'll, yeah, I'll say bold. Man. Well, well I, I think, think that's, that's it for this week's episode. Boys, you got anything else you want to address? No, Wait, Nick, how's your job going? How's pushing down? How's pushing the people down the mountain? First shift's completed. Got, got some, some money, money in the bag. Money in the bag. There we go. Keep working through it. Keep working through it. Well, guys, as always, thank you for listening. Make sure to check out our Instagram at the conference table and make sure to check out our Twitter at TCT underscore the, oh, no, TCT underscore PR underscore sports. So make sure to check us out. Thank you guys for listening. And yeah, we'll see you next week. Peace.